What is going on, y'all? This is AD Sports with the online roundtable. And, you know, I like making fun of, you know, Tyler and Spencer and Ricky when they do it like live at Dave and Buster's. But I'm going to just say it like this, man. When we do it online, we start on time. What is going on, y'all? This is James West with the West Report. But it is not the West Report. It is the online roundtable. Our once a month. Now, last month, you probably saw my crew with some costumes on. This time, no costumes. This is our pretty faces, our pretty lighting, and all shebang. But guess what? It's not just me tonight. Hey, I always have my regular crew bringing in. First guy on the book, on the stage, man. Hey, he was at the Texans Jaguar game. He might be a little salty, but we might bring him in later about it. We'll we'll get Johnny, man. What's going on, man? I know you're a little upset about yesterday. We will dive into it, but how how's it going, Johnny? Well, I mean, I was doing good until you brought that up, but okay, man. You know, oh, I can remove you. <laughs> I'll bring it right back, man. That was that was rough. It was a great game, though. It was a great game. Real fun and. uh atmosphere to be in but we didn't get the win but it was still a great time still a great time i totally agree coming in next man hey i got got a guy who lives in midland man he he, he wants to hop on another potty real quick man he, he likes talking about soccer and wrestling hey man watch out he might be betting on the texas longhorns to win and he might lose his money this week hey let's bring on in angel kicks balls how's it going angel <sighs> What's going on, guys? Uh -oh. with me betting on the on the Longhorns is playing with fire. Oh, oh playing with fire! You're not joking. And finally, bringing in one of one of our best guys on the team, Hosa Duke it out. Freaking was on the Texas Longhorns team. And look, as I'm about to bring in, showing off his degree. Oh. <laughs> Man, look at that! Man, that, that's, that's a cool little frame, Travis. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, one of us actually it. played sports. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Now, Tra Travis, how are you feeling? Up athlete now. <laughs> well, you know, I I'm feeling about as good as a Texas can Texas fan can feel. Uh, every week going into every game this year, I've been sitting on pins and needles waiting for them to break my heart like they have the past decade. Uh, so far, we've scraped by some games we shouldn't. We should have lost. Arguably, should have won debatable but we're here big 12 championship game on saturday Boom! i'm gonna be there section 127 row 17 let's go. The let's go wow the final big 12 championship game for texas and yeah you gotta show up yeah definitely i totally agree uh i travis i totally am with you you know me on Alabama. I swear they could be six and six, but somehow we're here. And somehow, oh okay, like the Eagles. Be, and like I'll be Eagles. and I'll be in Atlanta. You know, I'll be there. I'll be at the game. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna be at the game too. I don't know my section, but I'll be at the game. <laughs> now, before we get into it, hey NFL recap, man. Obviously, we had some great games yesterday. Obviously, Johnny was at the Texans game, and we'll let we'll let him dive in a little deeper with that. But I'll let I'll let Angel go first, man. What were some of the games that caught your eye, man? Some performances, some you know, some spectacular thing that you might have just not thought of what happened, might have. 
Man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start it off. Uh oh. Man, look at that. See, we couldn't even get angels. It's Travis, a connection. Travis, take take it away, man. Take it away, man. What? What? What interested you last night? What interested me in, uh, well, first off, it was refreshing to see Josh Allen playing like Madden cover athlete Josh Allen. Oh we have gosh, mi- we've missed kidding. that the past three, four, possibly even five weeks. Uh, but for me, I have no bias in this game at all whatsoever. It was even nicer to see Jalen Hurts and the Eagles finding a way to win again. Battle and yeah. ba- battle and win low scoring games that are defensive forward. Battle and win high scoring games. Whatever they need to do, get it done. Push, push to the moon. <laughs> they just found found a way. Uh, but being a, being even though I live in Dallas, being a native Houston guy, I still got to give kudos to the Texans. It was a it was a hard loss. I was going to turn it over to Johnny after I got done with my little spiel. Just watching the game on TV, growing up in Houston, I haven't seen the hype and the buzz at NRG in a long time. Um, there's just a lot of excitement around Texans football right now. They're playing inspired ball. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's to the moon, and C.J. Stroud is putting together an, uh, an Offensive Rookie of the Year uh, MVP, MVP, yeah, MVP. yeah. You're not, you're not definitely lying, Travis. I mean, Lord, I mean, as as I always tell Tyler and Spencer, like before the season, maybe five wins was the top, but man, how it's looking, I, I'm. It's, it's phenomenal to see Houston sports in general with the Rockets on a little come up, but with the Texans because I know. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while. But Johnny, man, hey, you were at the game, man. Tell us how the atmosphere was. It was total battle red, but at the end of the day, we didn't we we missed it by the the field goal post, man. Like Johnny, tell yeah, us. Yeah, it was a heartbreaker. Well, let me start off when we that is the most full I've seen NRG since a few years back when we lost to the Chiefs three times in a row in the playoffs. Uh, it was a playoff atmosphere is what it mm-hmm. felt like <clears throat> going in there. Everybody knew how big the game was very few. If you can, you can hear, I don't have much of a voice left after <laughs> today. We were going nuts. It was awesome. Um, I'm not going to blame the refs for the game. I don't want to sound like a, like a bitter saints fan or a bitter Vikings fan that just can't get over it. You know, there were some things that didn't go our way in that game. Mm. Um, you know, uh, there were some bad calls. There were some really bad calls that put us in bad situations. That was a Tank Dell catch on the sideline. It's all over social media this morning. Everybody knows that was a catch. They called it a catch on the field. And then all of a sudden they're like, the ruling on the field is an incomplete pass. I was like, you just called it a kick. Uh, all right. Oh, wow. Ooh, it was, and, you know, two pass interference calls in the end zone that were questionable at best. I mean, <laughs> how many times do you want us to stop the Jaguars on the one-yard line? <laughs> like, we can't just keep doing it indefinitely. That being said, we did shoot ourselves in the foot. CJ, I nothing bad about cj he played an amazing game over 300 yards again um but late in that fourth quarter he took some sacks that you would have liked him to get rid of the ball 
There was one we lost 15 yards. Another one I think we lost around 12. And that ended up what made us have to take that long field goal in the first place, which a lot of people are saying refs misspotted that ball. I don't know. I haven't seen the video on that. That was on the opposite side of the field than I was, so I can't really comment on that. Mm-hmm. Can't blame the refs for a loss. All I can say is they didn't help us. But at the end of the day, it the Jags got the win. We split the series with them. It was a heartbreaker, but, man, it was it was a blast. They should definitely pull out the battle red from head to toe more often. Yeah. was looking sharp. <laughs> um but yeah, heartbreaker of a loss, but still a great game. I think we're still on track to have an awesome season. Uh, yeah. I don't think that loss really changes anything other than now we're probably playing for the wild card instead of playing for first place. But mm-hmm. I think that you're still going to see the Texans in the playoffs. And I hope we get Jacksonville again because I, I, I want that rematch. Yeah, that that would be definitely electric because I know that'll probably possibly be in Jacksonville. What was crazy, I thought, you know, I, you know, I, you know, y'all lost, and you know, it was a good game, no doubt. And I was like, okay, they're second in the AFC South. And then I realized the Colts won, and they technically at the moment have the head to head. And now y'all are tied for, you know, or y'all are third in the AFC South, tied for second, mm-hmm. however you want to look at it. But hey, you got some good games coming up that can definitely hedge your way because, of course, you got to play the Titans, you got to play the Colts, got to play the Broncos, who Broncos, five-game winning streak. Tell me, let's tell go, me why. Let's, let's, let's ride. ride. Broncos Nation, let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> now, I know, ride. I know that y'all all read my Texans Act 2 preview article. You wouldn't be on the show if you didn't read my article word for word, obviously, right? Uh, but – Man, in that in that article, I was looking at the Broncos from the first six weeks of the yeah. season, and I was like, that's an easy win. That's an easy win for the Texans. And then all of a sudden, it's like, ah, is, it, is it an easy win? I don't know. <laughs> that de- that oh, defense no. is solid, man. That defense is solid. Mm-hmm. This they- is the same defense that week three or four gave up 70 to Miami. Yeah. That is it's- now on an absolute tear. Yeah. Like, just complete 180 at that organization. Definitely, really, really hoping that they go back to their losing ways. Yeah, <laughs> fall yeah. off, just jump. definitely, just yeah, off. definitely. If yeah, if you thought, yeah, if you thought you needed the win against the Jags, this win I know is going to be crucial for implications because you know y'all are like tied right off of six and five with some of those other teams. Yeah. And okay, who knew the AFC South was going to be this like this point in the season was going to be this competitive. Yeah. I did not think that was going to happen. No, I will say, I will say, I know, I know all the Texans fans are happy though about my Eagles. Cause y'all were tied with the bills, but with that bills loss, man, whoop, whoop, y'all are back up there in the hunt. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I man, part of me wants y'all to get in and I don't want to see the Browns get in, even though they, even though they did lose to the Broncos yesterday, you know, somehow playing with a, third string quarterback now a DTR from L- not LSU UCLA man you know it's like He's Cleveland shouldn't even be this good but they somehow win just like the Steelers hey. man that Steelers. defense is incredible yeah and talking it's- about finally getting some production you know the Steelers said Matt Canada we're gonna fire your ass and look we- <laughs> the man 20 yards 
Man, the boys out finally gained someone. Holy crap. I mean, of course. Matt Canada, say- new Texas A&M coach, question mark. <laughs> oh, we'll get into that here later. Oh, my we'll gosh. That. Yeah, that we'll one. We'll get into that later. We'll get into that for sure. <laughs> no, other than that, uh, for me, as as Travis mentioned, I, I swear to God, the Eagles keep playing with fire, with one to come back with this chill slow we gonna just see what happens and we got to turn up we'll turn up and but luckily hey you win two games in the rain i will take it now we got to finish the gauntlet schedule with the niners cowboys and seahawks i will say if i need if i want someone to lose if i need the eagles to lose someone just lose to the cowboys because i would hate to be on the tie to tie with the 49ers right now because they own some of the tiebreakers with strength of schedule and conference schedule. So please somehow beat San Francisco, take it out of Dallas and then figure the way the rest of the way. Cause you can finish the last, you can win the last three against the, the giants, the Cardinals and the giants. That is our, that's going to be our freaking, I don't know. Flush right there. Oh, old Italian. Might have oh, yeah. Tommy DeVito, this mother. Like, hey, dude, they man, they really showed out, man. Like, I know it was a close game, of course. They were playing the Patriots, and God awful, man. I can't, I cannot wait to see who the Patriots draft in the as a first round quarterback. Zappy and Mac Jones. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I would rather see. This is just for I don't have skin in the game. You know, the only time I root against the Eagles is just to give you and Alex a hard time. I actually <laughs> like I don't. I don't dislike the Eagles by any means, um, but man, I really like that San Francisco team, and I like I really like Brock Purdy. I really like Bosa. Like I just yeah, no, like I just there. Yeah. I like that team. I'd like to oh, see yeah. them win. So I no, will yeah. be rooting against the Eagles this week, but it's there. You know, whoever wins, I just want to see a good game. Yeah. No. You know, you're yeah. not lying. No, San Francisco's team. Head to in toe week, sure. is better yeah. than the Eagles. I would probably take the Eagles quarterback and the Eagles receivers over them. But other than that, maybe the offensive line as well. But no, the Steelers, I mean, not the Steelers, the 49ers stacked on the D line, linebackers. And of course, our defense keeps getting shredded. You know, we're first and run defense, but we're 29th and pass defense. You know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Philadelphia did start off a one point favorite after the game, and now they're a three point underdog. Yeah. So, hey, you know what that means for me? I'm betting the Eagles because hell, <laughs> I got nothing to lose, really. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to root for them anyways. Might as well try and make some might money. Might as well make me <laughs> Yeah. Golly. Uh, James, hey, what? Because um, oh. I know you cut out early, and me, Travis, and Johnny got to talk a little bit. What caught your eye early in the NFL games, man? Did you like? Hey, do you like what you've seen from the Texans? Maybe, hey, man, Falcons, hey, first place in the NFC South. Hey, let's go. <laughs> the, dude, the surprise of the week, I think, was the Packers being the Lions. Didn't oh, yeah. Dude, hey, man, totally forgot about Thanksgiving. Dude. Man, it feels like Thanksgiving was like a week ago. Oh, man. God. Oh, my God. Was, yeah, the Packers showed out. Yeah, they, they played hella good. And you know what's crazy? Detroit's lucky they didn't lose to Chicago the week before that. Because they've been looking rat relatively shaky the last two games. And, you know, it, it helps, you know, for me being an Eagles fan, it helps me when other teams lose because now I have a two-game advantage over everyone right now. I will say, um, man, even 
oh God, I, I can't believe Dallas just keeps blowing the hell out Dude, of these teams. Like, I get it. I get it. It's the it's bottom feeders right now. But <laughs> those boys just keep that's, at least they know how to handle their business. I, I saw a tweet that really made me laugh. It said it said uh all Dallas has to do to make it to the Super Bowl is not play any good teams. <laughs> I was no, like, it's I was really like, that's spot on. Hey no, man, the Texans the Texans played the shitty Carolina Panthers team and lost. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wish I, but I'll take, take that. Why are you gotta the, bring that up? Like, yeah, but I'll take I'll know. take the if I'm going one side of the spectrum or the other, and I my team either plays up or down to the level of competition or beats the hell out of teams they should, but melts down against any team of worth, I'm gonna pick the prior just because against good teams we'll we'll show up a little bit make yeah. it exciting because mm-hmm. it seems like every time the Cowboys play somebody at work they crumble and yeah. James you mentioned earlier with the Eagles gauntlet schedule being a Dallas native right now I'm praying for a, I'm praying for a nut check at some point the city's <laughs> just getting a little too big for their britches up here like a little oh, yeah. too many Dallas Cowboys stars on trucks and beer cans and and beer glasses around the city, like oh my god, it's there. Not year. to not to mention it's- fake Rangers fans. <laughs> oh god, don't even get me started. No, I I do, I'm man. already I'm already dealing with it on the baseball side. I need the football side to get squashed because I can't do two in a year. Right. I can't hear about Dallas being a FW being a sports mecca across the country. I'm gonna barf. I got one more thing I want to bring up that I saw this week. Yeah, definitely. Angel, floor is yours. Gus Edwards not playing yesterday, not touching the ball and ruining a lot of people's parlays. Dude. He needs to get investigated by the FBI, the CIA. Dude, I don't, they, dude there is uh, some shady stuff going on. This man no ain't going to pay his bookie on Monday. <laughs> uh, no, dude, I, I, I stopped betting. I made a lot of money on Thanksgiving, so I was like, I'm good. I want to enjoy my, my wins. But, yeah. dude, that, thing, that stuff was shady. Your number one running back not touching the ball to the very end. Super shady. Very shady. Hey, before before we keep moving, hey, we got we got some chats. Yo, Mr. Fantasy in the house with the yo. So he is in the chats. Of course, he, you know, he probably thinks CJ's MVP odds went to the tank yesterday after that loss. But it's okay, man. You still got some games. You can definitely rattle off. Hey, you get those 300 yards, Johnny, like you keep saying against Broncos, Jets, who both have sim- similarly good d- defenses. That looks good. Matter of fact, talking about Jets. Nah, we're not talking about the Jets. Nah. That ain't on the show, nah. <laughs> We don't do that. We Jets don't, do don't that. get airtime when Tyler ain't here. Every time, for real, every time we do an online roundtable, the Jets, like, just get the floor swept. And it's just, like, great. This is it. And we don't have to keep going. We just keep it moving. And I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. And, so the Jets played this week. So now what are we going to talk about? Yeah, is- now now in the world of news. <laughs> I want to I wanna respond real quick to Spencer's comment about the CJ MVP odds. Yeah, yeah. Let's, if, let's do it. If I'm being honest, and y'all know me, y'all see me in the group chat, you won't find a bigger Texans fan than me. Ooh. I love I love that you know at the stadiums we're getting MVP chance for CJ Stroud and all right. that. I have I have thought the whole time that it was already a little unrealistic for CJ to get the MVP. I mean, giving that to because they're going to give him offensive rookie of the year and they're not going to give him both, you know. And right. so I just I've already thought that was a little realistic. I don't think that he showed anything yesterday that would lower his odds of getting that. 
because mm-hmm. I had 300 yards, two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, no interceptions. Like, if anything, the week prior would have lowered his odds when he had the three interception game. Correct. But I've already thought it was unrealistic that he was going to get it. I don't think this game changes anything. I think that he still should finish in the top five, like for that award. Like, oh, I agree. If he keeps this up, I agree. Um, but I'm personally trying to just let's tamp down the hype a little bit. Like, oh yeah, definitely tamp it down. Like (laughs) any any time there's this much hype this early into a team's run or into a rookie player, I'm like, I'm very superstitious. And I'm like, can y'all shit? Can y'all just shut up? Like, I yes. no, like, I, I, don't, I don't want y'all to jinx this guy. I want him to be, no. I want him to be the franchise guy for the next 10 years. Oh yeah. Minimum, you know, like, yeah, just let's, let's just pump the brakes. He's pump playing brakes. fantastic. Yes. He's playing fantastic. Let him continue to play with an underdog <laughs> mentality and a chip on his shoulder. Like he did to start the year. Versus, we're getting MVP chance. Now he's trying to play like an MVP. Yeah, yeah. Man, Spencer, no, he's ready to be hurt again, no, man. I, Johnny, <laughs> I completely agree with what you said. Uh, on, I think he finishes top five just based on the Texans' offensive game plan right now and how he's playing. He's going to put up stats that are going. And as long as he continues to be cognizant of not turning the football over, his stats alone are going to get him in top five contention. Yeah. But then the second prong of that MVP voting always goes to win losses. And it's going to be hard to contend for an MVP award when you didn't even win your division. Or oh, yeah. you're, you're you're going in on a wild card spot versus somebody like Jalen Hurts who may not have as gaudy of stats on paper, but yeah. is being a one-two loss Eagles team in the playoffs as a one seed in the NFC. Like it just that the eye test and wins losses play a factor in partially, um, unfortunately in my eyes because the MVP is literally just supposed to be the most valuable player in the or in the NFL, no matter what the team or the team record, mm-hmm. but. Um, I, I mean, no, it's, I think I still think lot. I still think that if he had a receiver that could catch a ball, Patrick Mahomes would be far and away MVP again. Nobody can catch. Here you go. Let's donate those hands to Valdez Scantley or whatever his name is. I mean, matter of fact, man, don't donate because he, he did it perfectly on Monday night. Yeah, there you go. I'm not gonna lie, kid. You not, Travis. You make a good point. I, you know, if let's say the Eagles are 14 and three, 15 and two, I think Jalen would get it. Even though I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't think he would deserve it. There are way too many. I get it. He had five touchdowns yet, but that first half, you watch it. I'm like, why am I watching 2018? <laughs> college football national championship jalen hurts like dude is i hate it and but you know i'm not gonna i think cj Stroud's top five you know obviously if tyree can get rack up some more yards he can definitely be in the conversation um aj brown didn't get too much action yesterday but i highly doubt it when it comes to the rain um i'm not gonna lie who, who's, y'all, who's y'all's mvp right now hmm <laughs> That's. I don't, I, it's I okay. Just, just like, right now, it's okay. It could change by in five weeks. I mean, like for me, like I like you know. I mean, if I'm not biased and say Jalen Hurts, I'd probably say, I'm for me like valuable because I know it's always a QB award. I'll go. I'll go either Tyreek or Christian McCaffrey. 
Like for me, oh, Christian McCaffrey's going. For, for I was my, gonna, I was, my 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 number one right now was going to be CMC with with Jalen Hurts being a close second because the MVP has historically been a QB award, yeah. but McCaffrey has just done too much for that team, even in the three game. Uh, mm-hmm. Me me personally, I think it's time to like let's throw some other positions in there it doesn't have to be a quarterback award i know it's a quarterback driven league oh, but yeah. for me right now i agree with you i think it'd be tyreek hill if they can if they can uh get some more wins and go into the playoffs looking strong there's nobody right. like tyreek hill in the league yeah i agree angel who do you got as a betting man man honestly there's no one really stands out for me right now um everyone's playing but everyone's pretty much in the same level right now but if i had to choose i would i would definitely say christian mccrafty mccrafty christian mccrafty like i gotta call him spencer likes jalen hurts or lamar jackson uh i mean shoot i always i'm not gonna lie with the ravens they they have they have a good future in hand i know spencer's got the ravens to win the super bowl on some vegas money line i got i have the eagles to win the super bowl so i hate that this could lead to this but um other than that i mean i don't know man i know the ravens won last night i can't believe i betted with my jag of justin herbert i love calling him a jag and he just showed me like (laughs) i'm not gonna lie man i can't believe i put so much hope into this guy and then i'd start dissing him and then i'm like you know what this week is the week he does it. No. Yeah, they, they put up a lot of points usually every game, and last night they were just, just yeah, those four bed, turnovers. Man. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. I was about to say, uh, who going down? Hey, matter of fact, I just watched a TikTok video, a conspiracy theory about like some of the in a in some of the Super Bowl logos since like Super Bowl fifty or whatever. Supposedly, if you look at the colors. I saw that. You saw that? <laughs> so yeah, I saw expecting that. Ravens and 49ers by the purple and red, and I'm like, F this. <laughs> Dude, that no, would have happened. No green. I'm, I'm no, going to Ain't no that. green. I'll, I'll paint green in that motherfucker. Godly. Class action lawsuit. Hey, it could still be Texans-Vikings. We don't know. Okay. You, hey, you are definitely <laughs> right. You are definitely right. There is hope. There's still having hope. You are right. Godly, that was great. Oh man! So I was about to say going going into the going into the um this week coming up, man. I know it's Eagles 49ers, probably definitely the biggest game on the board. Um, I was about to say, uh, I know for you, like I said, I think I think this is a big game between playoff impl- implications between the Broncos and Texans. You know, just because holy heck, and the Broncos, man, they do they're they're on fire, man. Five so, game winning streak, I believe. Yeah, five game winning streak. Yeah, it is unreal. Matter of fact, man, hey, you want to talk about what what was unreal? Hopping into the next segment, I know, I mean, I know y'all watched that damn Iron Bowl and saw some unreal freaking thing, bro. Hey, trust me, I was ready. Hey, I was packing my clothes. I said, God dang it, we gonna lose the freaking armor. I was so upset, man. I was getting ready, and then, Lordy Lord, Jalen Milrow somehow found Isaiah Bond in the corner of the end zone to keep the hopes alive. Now, Travis. Me and you, we need some chaos. What's up, Johnny? What's up, Johnny? I, can I comment on that game? Go for I it. don't – look, nothing against Al- – I mean, I'm not an Alabama fan. I'm an LSU Tiger fan, so I – Oh, God. I, I, I cannot stand Alabama. But, like, 
you know, they're probably the greatest program in college football history. Like you can't take anything away from, but, uh, but it's a little ridiculous for Milrose to be walking around saying, give me that Heisman after they get, dude, you got bitched earlier in the season. Like <laughs> I totally the Heisman agree. is not an award for who has the best half of a season like that. No, no, yeah, no, I, he should, he should totally be agree. nowhere near the Heisman. Yeah, no, I totally maybe agree. next year, maybe next, maybe year, next year. But, yeah, definitely but not right. this year. Definitely yeah. next year. Um, before we go in, we'll talk about some chaos. I'm not gonna lie, we had so we had an interesting Iron Bowl. We had Texas blowing out Texas Tech. We had you know Oregon blowing out Oregon State. Man, we had hey, and guess what? We had the game. Hey, me and Travis's one domino fell. Hey, Ohio State loses to Michigan. It was a good game. I give it that. It was a good game. But hey, hey, we always need chaos. And then for the Florida Gators. Screw you. Screw you, Florida Gators. Not, I get it, Florida State, man. Yeah, one job. You had, yeah, you really had one job. You were up 12 points. You were 12 points. You got outscored like 24 to 3. Like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. You, you know you weren't confident even, even going into halftime. You know you were like, yeah, they're going to find a way to screw this up. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, me and Travis out here, we want some chaos. And now we are Louisville Cardinal fans. We're going to be – I think we're Oregon Duck <laughs> fans, obviously, this week. And then, hell, yeah, I need, obviously I'm a Bama fan. So I need Bama oh, to yeah. do something crazy. Come on, Texas. Let's find a way to get in. <laughs> it is it is absolute chaos i've never i haven't had a week of college football where i was more invested in so many different games across the board normally it's i'm watching it just for the love of college football and it's rivalry week but i'm waiting for when my longhorns play this was unique we played on friday we were done so saturday like we got our blowout win yeah. we're just sitting on the couch i'm watching games and I was so unbelievably disappointed in Washington State. They were one fourth down play, two potential Dude. interceptions away from dethroning Washington and Michael Penix. That would have immediately taken them out. of. That the would have put them all the way in the back. That would have put them at the back. I'm disappointed in Auburn. I'm sorry, James. Ah, uh, just yeah. one more, one, one less, one loss team would have been phenomenal. But the Iron Bowl, crazy things happen. The, the, the kick six, now they're dubbing this year's game-winning pass, the mill throw. But can, <laughs> the, you, can you comment on uh, – Travis, I know you have uh, – yeah. you, you are paying attention to this especially. If both – if Alabama pulls off a – an upset and uh, Texas does what they should do and yep. wins the big 12 championship. There's no possible way they put Alabama in over Texas, right? So I here's, would. so here's, I would. well, as a, I, I've got two part answer as a biased Texas fan. No, they shouldn't. It's not right. For CFP. Yes. I believe they do. And here's why. The biggest, wild, the, biggest wild, the biggest wild card right now in the college football landscape is Florida State. If Florida State, with a backup quarterback, can retain their undefeated season and beat Louisville, there's a lot of people saying, for the sake of the product, you don't want Florida State in because they're going to play a number one Michigan as a four seed, and they're going to get dog-walked in game one. And now, all of a sudden, you blew what could have been an elite game one of the C uh, CFE semifinal game with an Alabama or a Texas or an Oregon mm -hmm. or whoever did not make it. But in this case, so if Oregon, if Florida State takes care of business 
and they win. They're undefeated. We've got three, and we've got two. That would make two solidified undefeateds in Michigan and Washington, or Michigan and Florida State. Then you have the Washington Oregon game that could go either way. But in this crazy scenario where you have a one loss Georgia and a one loss Alabama, the one loss Georgia, the one loss Georgia team, the only team they lost to, they were number one, one, number one or two all year. Mm-hmm. Alabama team that's been roaring hot at the end of the season. If you're Alabama, your only loss is to a Texas team who is in the top six, six, top seven, vying for a CFP. And I can say it tongue-in-cheek now because we're going to be there next year. The SEC wins. Oh, yeah. That, hey, yeah when, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying win is entitled. I'm saying win as in the eyes of the CFP. Would they rather take a one-loss Texas team who our one loss is to a now – mid-teens Oklahoma, and even though we're a Big 12 title, or two SEC teams being Georgia and Alabama, their fan bases, their money, their strength schedules, and their only losses being to top-tier teams, I think we get hopped. Do I think it's right? No, because we walked in and we beat them decisively. But Mm. I think that's how it shakes out. Texas, we need to take care of business, but we need a lot of chaos. Oh yeah, I just, in rivalry week. I saw somebody say this week. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Quat that said it on his Joel. show. I don't know why I, I love, love Joel. Joel. I love Joel. I think it was him, but I can't. I can't be sure. But uh, somebody had said that if if all that goes the way we just talked about, and Alabama jumps Texas, it will be the NCAA affirming that the regular season does not matter. Agree. Like, and Agreed. and so I was like, do they do that? I don't know. Well, and no, there's, I, hope, they, I, hope, they, I hope they don't. I, 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 I hope they don't either. I hope, yeah, Travis, I'm, I'm gonna sign off on that one as well. I personally, I kid you not, if Bama beats Georgia, you obviously you're gonna put Bama in, you're gonna put Big Ten Michigan's in. I, if they, if they lose to Iowa, 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 let's go, baby. I want let's go, Iowa. Iowa Hawkeye. Yeah, you know I what? Want, Kennedy, like everybody's a Hawkeye fan this week. Everyone's a Hawkeye fan. Everyone's America's a team. Fan. America's team. Yeah, for real. But no, me, if it's me, if Bama wins, I feel like they're in. Michigan wins, they're in. Whoever the Pac-12 champ is, they're in. So then you then you have that decision where it's it's either gonna be one loss Georgia, one loss Texas, and undefeated, let's say, FSU. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm putting Texas in. I swear to God I'll put Texas in. Like, and that's me because and that's just me because I like I hated last year how last year went. I hated how TCU lost their Big 12 title game and they still got in. That that really pissed me the F off. Like, like I was so pissed. Oh, hey, look, look. And this it, also, it made for a terrible national championship. Like, yeah. Hey, look, look, look at this. Yo, man, this is funny, man. As a diehard Astro fans, I'm all about go Michigan. Man, cheated, baby. I don't know. That got something to do with some cheating ties. I mean, <laughs> If you ain't hey. cheating, you ain't trying to win hard enough, man. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Hey, I, I call it getting finding that competitive advantage. And hey, man, at the end of the day, man, you found it. You used it. Hey. Everybody deserves diehard fans for their program like Connor Stallions. Everybody deserves to have fans. Yeah, you will do whatever it takes like for your team to win. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Hell, 
I mean, well, I I know I know that one Alabama fan. He poisoned all those Auburn trees, but I, I mean, <laughs> he was a little butter. No, that, that, that was a bit much. That was a, that, that was a bit much. I'll take Connor Stallings. I'll take <laughs> that was just hey. vandalism. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> property man. <laughs> but okay, so so going through going through some of the college. So let's just go through it. Big twelve, Big Twelve title game: Texas, Oklahoma State. Texas, ah man, I forget. Is it a ten point favorite or a fourteen point favorite? Fourteen. So I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go Oklahoma State Me too. spread, but I, I don't think <laughs> they win. Angel, I, I, please bet against Texas. Do not bet uh, for Texas for anything on you. Yeah, like I, I will bet the Oklahoma like that spread. 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 That running back against BYU. I know it was BYU, but I think they're gonna they're just gonna run him all day and if keep. They almost game. lost to BYU. Let's they almost did. Game. Yeah, they came back, man. Hey, it, crazy things happen, this but crazy, crazy things happen in the Big Twelve. Uh, Texas took a big leap. Last week against Texas Tech, it was overlooked because oh, of man. all the other chaos. In that, we finally played a sixty-minute game. Uh, they, we were, we had, we had fifty points in midway through the third quarter when we put Arch Manning in. That's a whole different other can of worms that I can open oh, up. No. But, uh, but we finally played sixty minutes, a full complete game. We jumped out to a lead. We didn't let up. We didn't get get soft on offense. Uh, defense stayed aggressive. It was great to see. But anything can happen in the Big 12 week to week. Anything can happen in college football anything. week to week. Um, so coming in, Texas is 14-point favorites. And more favorite we, the more favorited we are going into a week or favored we are, the more nervous I become because I'm worried about the shift in mentality from we're going to dog walk these guys to mm-hmm. we need to come in and play with a chip on our shoulder. And that's, yeah. that's the mentality Texas has to have because not only – do I think Texas needs to win? They need a the title game. They need, they need to win. They need, a, they need. They need what the what the CFP committee has referenced here and there throughout the entire season as the eye test. They mm-hmm. need to beat them and beat them decisively. So, if all things considered, minimal chaos happens, and now we're lumped in a group of four or five teams vying mm-hmm. for one spot, we've separated ourselves versus we're the Big Twelve champs that. Barely beat an Oklahoma State team that got blown out thirty-three to seven at home against South Alabama to start the year. Yeah, I mean, and then got beat by Central Florida, who's like got beat by Central Florida by thirty. Then took a, two overtimes to beat BYU. So it's it's got to be decisive. Yeah, because yeah. I know because I, I know if Angel 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 loves throwing in like these little petty side disses over here, like like they're not going to put Florida State in or something. And I'm with you, Trap. Y'all, y'all need to need to blow those boys out because I'm not going to. I remember yeah, the year Ohio State. Summer. Had third string quarterback Cardell Jones. I'm like, they should yes. not be in. And then they beat the brakes off of Wisconsin like 60 to 10. And then look, mm-hmm. they won the whole thing. So that's what UT needs. They need like that's a, what they, need. they need like a All 40 right, point win to to get it done, you know. Oh, hold on one second. Angel, last words. I heard you say, hold up, man. It's time for you to head out. No, no, no. I said, All right, y'all convince me. I'll bet the Texas uh, Longhorn oh. spread. Oh, dude, you are in so much trouble. I hate, I, I, I hate, I hate that. Text. Yeah. I hate AD. Y'all, y'all made so much sense. Y'all made so much on AD. Texas will not make the college football. So, you heard it okay. here first, guys. Obviously, so obviously, I'm going, I'm going Texas to win this game, but I'll take Oklahoma State spread. I'm, I know Travis is going Texas. Angel's going Texas. Johnny, who do you, who do you like in the game? I like Texas. It's just a matter – for me, it's not a matter of if they're going to win. It's how much they're going to win by, and they need a big win in okay. order yeah, to get totally, that 
Totally agree. Um, next game, I like. Hey, we need. Hey, Travis, we need this chaos. It's ACC championship game, Louisville oh. versus Florida State, and Louisville just effing decides to lose to freaking Kentucky. And I'm like, God, be out on that. I like that loss for the chaos because Louisville was playing scrappy all year. All they year. went into this Kentucky game, and Kentucky was just vying for bowl eligibility. They <laughs> came in a little too big for their britches. And they got shocked by yeah, those awful chrome helmets that Kentucky decided to break out of the equipment room <laughs> and wear for that game. I yeah. thought they were kind of cool. I, I know, I do too. Louisville's <laughs> biggest struggle is going to be – our biggest test is going to be offensively. Because oh, yeah. Florida State, yes, they lost Jordan Travis. He's the heartbeat of that team, certainly the heartbeat of that offense. They did not lose anybody on that defense. No, they did not. (laughs) Showed when they are motivated and they are angry like they were in the second Mm -hmm. half against Florida, they are a force. They are, yeah. If if Louisville does not come to play, they they will get blown out. But on defense, if Louisville plays and they contain the backup quarterback, who I think is – Rittenhauer, Rosenbagger, Rowan Garner, can't remember what his name is. Uh, if he comes and plays a good game and Florida State wins, I think just because the CFP doesn't ruffle any feathers, they let him in. Do I think it's do I think it's right? No. But no, ultimately, but- ultimately in that scenario, out of the power five, if you have a one loss or an undefeated team champion from each conference, your undefeateds are gonna get in no matter what. Oh, so yeah. the CFP can wipe their hands and say, sorry, they're undefeated. Yeah, uh, they was like this made this easy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Hey, I, for y'all that might have not seen the like the college football like playoff preview or the college football, play, like all, me and Angel, so we bet Texas to win the Big Twelve. So we need that to happen. So we look cool. I bet Florida State to win the ACC on top of the national championship. Of course, obviously before Jordan Travis. Yeah. But so I'm over <laughs> here like, dang it, I want to look cool and say I bet Florida <laughs> State to win the ACC. But I'm over here like, I need I you. Need to <laughs> I, need, I need you to freaking lose right now. I don't care what it takes. I I'm not gonna lie. So the spread is I think it's Florida State minus two and a half. I'm yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Louisville. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go. I know the their quarterback. Um, I know Plummer. He's really shaky but i'm gonna take him over a second string florida state's defense brought back over like 85 88 of the returning starters from last year so they're they're ready they're ready dude they're dog like that dude verse that dn oh my god i can't wait to see him you know he'll probably he'll, he'll probably get drafted by the eagles you know how this freaking goes no. defense alignment, you know? <laughs> another reason another reason i like louisville and i'll make it short and surrender surrender some time when i've been ranting but with Louisville, I like the loss because not many people real many people realize Louisville going into that game against Kentucky was number ten in the country with one loss going into Florida going into the champion like if they'd have won that game they'd have been eleven and one one loss going into the ACC championship muddying up the waters again against the Florida State team who's top five in the country and continuing to muddy the waters and make it more chaotic. Valley got two losses now their CFP hopes are gone, but. Right. This is their championship right here. This is their mm-hmm. college football playoff, this ACC championship. They're going to bring out all the stops. They're going to run all the trick plays. I like Louisville, but I'm going Louisville by 10. I think they I think they beat I think they beat them by 10. Travis, I'm I'm going to let Johnny and Angel go for I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. If if Louisville would have won against Kentucky and they would have won, let's say this week, I don't even think they would have got in. No, absolutely. To be not. honest, like absolutely. so I so I really wasn't worried about Louisville from the jump. 
I know that they, of course, impressive season with a new head coach. They, they already recruited some good running backs for next year's class. So, Absolutely. Johnny Angel, Louisville, Florida State, man. You want chaos or you want – I guess chaos. Yeah, it's chaos both yeah, ways. It's going to yeah. be chaos either way. I yeah. personally – I want I want Louisville to win. Um, I – I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to call Louisville in this game. I'm not going to call them by 10. I think they win by a field goal. Um, but I think I think that if if Florida State does pull off the win, I don't I I I think they should be in the in the CFP. I mean, I think if you tough. don't put them in, you're going to have riots in the street in Tallahassee and yep. I think that if you put yourself in the shoes of if, if this was the Longhorns, if this was Alabama, if this was whoever, and just, and you still win, even though your, your star quarterback goes down and you miss the CFP on an undefeated season, you know, you know, damn well, y'all be, y'all be punching holes in your drywall. You know, it's like, so I think it's, if, if Florida, in my opinion, if Florida state wins, they're in, Um, that's the right thing to do, uh, whether it makes for a shitty first round and they get blown out. Like, I mean, we we put TCU in the playoff last year, so like at that point, who who cares? But Dude, like, I'm, I'm still pissed off about that because <laughs> but, what I hated. So what I hated, and I'll be quick. What I hated about because everyone was hyping up Bama being the only two loss team in because they had only lost two games by two plays with two seconds left and. They were out there doing it for the last four weeks. They were like, if they keep winning, everyone keeps losing. And I was just like, they really going to do this? And then when TCU lost their title game, their Big 12 title game, dude, that, that's when I gave up on the CFP. Because I was like, dude, <laughs> there's just no way. So, Angel, if, man. One more thing. If ever yeah. there was a year that we needed the 12-team playoff, it's this, this year. Great. <laughs> Preach, yep, preach, preach, man! I, I, I was watching some TikToks. Uh, some people, some sports people were talking, and they said even if Florida winning, they like they still shouldn't be allowed in because the, the weakest, <laughs> the weakest, the weakest conference. It is going to be chaos. And uh, while I'm here, I do want to talk about that Oregon stuff. Oh, don't worry. It's coming up next. I mean, hey, oh, you know, fine. Let's talk about it. Hey, Oregon, a 10 point favorite against Washington. Now, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, when when the game finished, I was like, yeah, Oregon's going to win the Pac 12. It is what it is. But I will take Washington plus 10. That is so disrespectful. They always find a way to win. Now, I get it. Washington has looked like garbage since since the Oregon game. But you cannot tell me Michael Penix and his number one receiver ain't going to get. No buckets, you know what I like. They, he gonna get him, like he's gonna get him some yard. He gonna get him some tutties. Like I will take Washington spread, but I'm going Oregon to win the Pac-12. Uh, I I think I think Washington might pull it off. Uh, if they pull it off, then they definitely need to go in. Uh, if Oregon wins, I saw that the only people they beat that were ranked was the Beavers. So oh yeah, so I'm so I'm not gonna lie, so. It, if we're comparing this crap, I so I mean at the end of the day, like Travis said, when Texas comes to the SEC, SEC will always win in everything. I don't like strength of schedule, strength of record, you name it. But and I know everyone, I know the other schools are going to the Big Ten, so maybe their strength of record and all yeah. that will improve as well. But 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, if Oregon would have lost at home to Washington, let's say, and then it was one loss Texas and one loss um, Oregon. Oregon, I'd probably pick Texas yeah. in. But you, you lose on the road to a field goal, and you should have won in general. Well, yeah, it's it, with the whole the whole comparison right now with Oregon and Texas, one loss. It's the it's not it's not it's not the record. It's it's the strength of schedule on one side and the mm-hmm. eye test on the other. Texas has a much higher strength of schedule than Oregon Correct. does, but Oregon's been taking care of business against teams they should <laughs> and beating yeah. them by 20, 30, 40, 50 points <laughs> yeah. in some cases and blowing teams out of the water. So, yeah, they deserve to be every right in the conversation. And unfortunately, yeah. with the way things are shaking out right now with the SEC and the Big Ten and all, really all the Power Five conferences, uh, I feel like this is a it's a winning in and a losing out scenario in this Pac-12 championship. I feel yeah. if Washington wins and they're undefeated, of course they're, they're in. If, yeah. Warrington, if, if Oregon wins and beats Washington, I think Oregon's in, but I think Washington has a very tough road to claim that fourth spot with all the other teams vying yeah. to get in with higher strength of schedules, maybe not, again, as gaudy of eye tests against lower-ranked teams. But, mm-hmm. again, but I agree. I think Washington covers the spread. I think Oregon pulls it out late in a similar fashion to – the Oregon Washington game in or in Washington earlier this year, yeah. where uh, Oregon missed a field goal to tie it at the yeah. end of the game. Now I this game, this game is in Vegas, so it's going to be a nice atmosphere, definitely in Vegas for sure. Johnny, I have, man. A, I have a spicy take on this game. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> How spicy? Yeah, like I think so. So let me get first out of the way. I think Oregon wins this game. I think it's a revenge game for them. Right. Part two of the spicy take. I think whoever. I think whichever quarterback wins this game also wins, wins the Heisman. Heisman. Uh, Love that take. Part Love part take. three of this spicy oh, take, and this is this is the spiciest part. I think that the NCAA is rooting for Oregon to win this game. Oh yeah, so that they can keep all Pac-12 teams out of the college football playoff and be like. Look, we dissolved the Pac-12, but they didn't even make the playoff anyways. So, like, oh. were they really that good of a conference? Okay, like, okay, hold up, hold up, okay, hold up. Okay, so, okay, so, okay, so I agree, I agree on part two because <laughs> I think if Bo Nix wins, you know what's funny? If I think if Oregon wins, I think Bo Nix wins the Heisman. I'm not gonna lie to you. If Washington wins, I feel like Jaden Daniels from LSU has a shot, but. I still think Michael Penix might win. But, okay, so the third option. So you're saying if Oregon beats Washington, okay, so you got two 12-1 teams. One's a Pac-12, one's not. You would obviously put Big Ten in. Who who are you putting in? I think well, – let, let, Let's say Georgia wins. Let's just say Georgia wins. So you got Georgia and Michigan. Georgia and Michigan. Florida and State's then, undefeated. And Texas. Florida State undefeated and then Texas. So so you're so okay, so then that comes back to your point about Texas just needs to blow. Yeah, if the Texas doors can get off. a 40 point win, like that's what they need, man. And I Travis, I'm rooting for I'm not I'm not a diehard Texas fan, but I'm from Texas. I like it when Texas teams win, except for the Rangers. Uh but right. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm that's I could look like a big idiot after <laughs> after next weekend, but so okay. So hearing it out, so let's see. So you'd have a twelve and one Pac twelve, twelve and one. Let's just say Big Twelve champ, Big Twelve champ. Texas would have wins against top eight Bama, Oklahoma State, who's ranked in the top twenty. Well, I could go through the whole schedule there, but go for it, go for so, it. So we have we have top ten. We have top at the time 
top five Bama. They were ranked second right. in the country. They were ranked third in the country whenever Correct. we beat them in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Now they're just they had top ten, top six. Um, I guess top eight now. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. When we played, when we played Kansas, Kansas was on a roll at the time. Kansas was ranked. Yeah. They Kansas were ranked in the ranked, high. Yeah. They were ranked in the high teens. Uh, Oklahoma was ranked in the top ten whenever we played them, and that's a loss. But that's a last minute loss against a top ten team. Now they're now they lost two games, so that loses a little bit. But that adds. To yeah, the you really the wanted that rematch in the Big Twelve championship so they could avenge yeah. that loss. Like if, that, so, what what Oklahoma State getting to the Big Twelve title does to Texas is if Oklahoma was in it, we could win it by a last minute field goal, and a W is a W, and that look a lot better to the CFP committee than playing an Oklahoma state team and winning by a field goal. Now that Oklahoma state's in it, we have to blow them out of the water, but Texas had those four games against ranked opponents. And then to end out the year, Iowa state was ranked barely. I think they were like 20, 22nd, 23rd. When two thirds of your schedule are ranked teams, granted oh, yeah. these aren't top 10 teams, but the big 12 in the last five to seven years has been never had the main mid- ranked teams. Eventually yeah. middle in the pack of we're going to be ranked 12 to 25. We're not going to have any top 10 teams in the country, but we've got like five or six that are floating around in that realm. So every game is technically a ranked opponent versus the Pac-12 or even the Big Ten and the ACC. Maybe you have one ranked opponent in your entire season and you need that ranked opponent to continue to win. And for somebody like Oregon, Oregon, they went out and they took care of business against Oregon or I mean, Oregon took care of business against Oregon State. Oregon State fell off the last three games of the year. So that win does not look near as good. The best thing for Texas was our biggest win of the year was Alabama. If Alabama would have gone out against South Florida and lost the next week, (laughs) and they would have melted down like everybody (laughs) was predicting them to be, that looks bad for Texas because that was supposed to be our biggest win. The fact that Milrow found it, he thinks he owes he's owed a Heisman after a 41-yard Hail Mary good luck throw. Uh, and Bama found it. They're eleven and one. Their only losses to Texas. That makes Texas look better. So I I like it. Yeah. Um. I. You know what, Johnny? Man, it, that is real spicy. But I I do think if Oregon wins, like, but I, I think they point, get it. But to see a like lot of chaos has to happen. A lot of chaos. Has that, to happen, yeah, Johnny, I swear to God, if that happens. If that I'm happens, bo- I will see. Look, like right now, I just look like oh, he's a crazy conspiracy theory guy. If it no. happens, though, <laughs> it, it happens. Pay me some money. Hey, man, I, I'm just glad I'm not a part of the committee because well, man, they have a tough. Yeah, they, tough they, they, they do have a tough job. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna talk about the Big Ten title game, even though we might be Iowa fans. I don't think they even. What's the spread in that game? Yeah, we're just we're all What's Michigan. So then, so then it leaves. So then it leaves. Matter of fact, before I go, I know Spencer. Um, he want he's he's finally excited for the. Now I'm not gonna lie. I hate the 12 team playoff. I think it's baloney. Really? I think it is because because you're gonna tell me you're gonna now I get it. Okay, Alabama. Okay, Alabama. No, no, no. I'm okay with. I'm. I, I don't even want eight. I only want six. Like that is it. Like that's that's how I would prefer it because I don't want like for example if we did twelve this year you're going to have Louisville play let's hypothetically just say like Georgia for example and it's like yeah but still that's great for college that's, football because Louisville gets money 
from that. Oh well, yeah, and everyone like, gets money, but yeah. then again, you're go- you, but then I'm gonna hear I might hear you, Johnny, say, "Why TCU get in? They just got the brakes." And everyone in, from twelve to freaking ten are gonna get blown out. Think and about the separation, not, but think about the separation even right now in this year between teams in the top, like between team six and then seven and eight. We're talking Oregon, Texas, Bama. Yeah, yeah, that's top six. Yeah, you're I'm still, okay with you're that. Still, you're still, well, but that's what you're saying. You're still playing that ipso facto, like who deserves to get in more game. When you expand it to twelve, that difference between one and twelve is a drop. You can now start getting between these. You're out of even the two loss spectrum teams. You're oh, yeah. in three and some four loss teams, and that's a little bit easier to differentiate. It's not going to cause as much heartburn. And quite honestly, in college football, where there's a much higher propensity for upsets and for just completely blown uh, spreads, I I love it. Yeah, I love I hate it. Georgia. You're crazy cool if cool you think that I did. I did. What? Eight, like, eight, I, I, I love, no, I love the 12 team playoff. Make I it a 16 it. team playoff, as far as I'm concerned. But, like, no, because you're crazy if you think that every single year there's not going to be that one March Madness type upset where it's like this team had no business yep. beating a Michigan yep. or an Alabama or whatever. But All they do. Like, hey. and it's going to be great. It's going to uh, be great times. The smaller schools get an, are going to, Finally, have a chance to get there. You know, you know that that's only against a- USC. Tulane can beat USC. Tulane ain't beating Georgia. Tulane not beating Alabama. <laughs> At the end of the day, Georgia blew off Ole Miss, and who's a top ten team by fifty? Like, and that's SEC. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. You y'all make sense. Twelve teams make sense. Possibility for an upset. Rarity. This is not basketball. Possibility for everyone getting money. That's all good. That's correct. I'm not saying y'all are wrong because at the end of the day, we're going to have two team and three team pl- lost teams. And I'm just going to look at, I'm going to look at freaking Arizona. Yeah, who's hot, may win the Big 12 next year, but they're eight and three. Like they're not going to, they can't, they couldn't sniff none of yeah, these but guys. You're, but you're, tell, you're telling me you want to see like a, a two loss LSU team. That looks real good in the second half. Of this all right. Well, this is hypothetical. I'm saying oh, like, okay. like a two-loss LSU team or something like that that missed out on the SEC championship, but then they get a chance to go play an undefeated Ohio State or or Michigan mm-hmm. or something like that. That's a fun game. That's it could a really be a fun, fun game. game it could be. But at the end of the day, man, it is a drop off. Like, it, hey, for example, if if you it, like, for example, like, and I know Spencer's gonna come up here and say NFL product, yada yada yada, but. There's really like, for example, the Buffalo Bills were six and five, and they ran oh Philly to the wall, and the Eagles are ten and one. You get you get freaking twelve and zero Georgia versus eight and three Arizona. You gonna have 16, 21 point spreads, and which you you're right, everyone's gonna get paid at the end of the day. College football is gonna get paid. All of us fan bases that want hope, but guess what happens? Guess what happens when we go to twelve? 13 and 14 start complaining, and they're like, we should be in. And then it's like, dude, y'all, well, well, y'all one other good. thing I like about No, I agree with that. There's always going to be complaining. You can yeah. make it. There's 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 complaints at the 64 team field in uh, March Madness. I mean, there's all like, nobody <laughs> hey, wants yeah, to play you're right in about the that. Important tournament. Nobody wants to play in the not important tournament. Nobody wants to play in NIT. Everybody wants to be in the NCAA tournament. I like the NIT, so, like, actually. It's a better game. It's entertaining. It's almost like watching teams that may not be the best on paper are just fun to watch. 
I'm just not going to lie, man. When I think my last take on this, um, like on the 12-team playoff, I love it, and I think it's going to do a really good thing for college football. I think it's going to aid over time in demonopolizing college football to where teams like Georgia that are repeat national champions, now all of a sudden you can be a five-star prospect and go to a school that if you're, you're competing for a title if you're in the top 12. I agree. That's not going to stop. That's not going to stop Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State, uh, yeah. like all the top tier programs from bringing in five star recruits. But it's going to give, like you said, Louisville, two lost team right now, going in to compete for an ACC championship. They're bringing in some big running backs next year. Oh, yeah. If it's a twelve team playoff, now they're competing for a national championship every year because they're inside that top twelve. It just slowly but surely starts to balance the scales, and now we've got a competitive playing field. You, hey, and it could let happen. me let me speak down. your language, James. I know that you love Sun Belt Conference football as much as I do. Okay, see <laughs> USA. Hey, you think no, but uh, but, but seriously, think about this. Think about if we if we had the twelve team playoff this year, right? Right. If we had it. All of a sudden, James Madison, before they took the, the loss. The loss. They, they, say Liberty. But, hey, say Liberty. They're still undefeated. Yeah, yeah, but like Liberty and James Madison, like all of a sudden it's like, oh, all we need is a is a big team to lose, and we're right there at like 12 or 13 or so. Yeah. And then and then they get to have that exposure and have that. Like, that's awesome. That's great for college football. No, it is. I'm saying like it is. It, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not, but what I'm saying is it ain't going to be – what it is, but I will say this. I will agree with one thing. What I will like about the 12-team playoff is that those teams from 5 to 12 don't have their star players sitting out for the draft. Like, they'll, they're going to play. So I, I'll give it that because I hate when they when them dudes – I ain't playing in the New Mexico Bowl. <laughs> I'm not in playing the- in the Meineke Car Care Bowl. I'm, I'm not playing in the Pop-Tart Bowl. <laughs> Man, I didn't like I don't want to go like to the GoDaddy.com Bowl. Yeah. I don't want to freaking go to the Barstool Sports Bowl. Like, I want to go to the Pinstripe Bowl in Yankee Stadium when it's sub sub freezing temperatures. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't want to go to the, yeah the Pinstripe Bowl in New York or yeah yeah in New York. God, that is a horrible bowl. I hate. Can't believe that. Now, okay. Matter of fact, we'll make this quick because we really ran this long. Um, I'm not gonna lie. So SEC title game. I'm 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 cool with Georgia. I'm cool with Georgia. Um. Being the What's better the team, that's not an issue. But I will take Bama spread because at the end of the day, like Travis said, you got house money, and all you got to do is th- you throwing out every wrench in your toolbox, and this is it. But I, yeah. I, I will go Bama spread, and I, of course, I'm biased, so I will go Bama. <laughs> Travis, man. So, uh, in in Johnny's campaign for Milrow for Heisman. Uh, I think. It, <laughs> I think Don't put that game, evil on me. I think this goes a long way for Alabama. I say proving their salt. I almost say it tongue in cheek, like they're not a blue blood organization that's been in the championship for the last decade plus. But um, going to get going up against the Georgia team, who the last two years they have looked like Goliath, and okay. nobody nobody is going to take them down. They've shown kinks in the armor this year. Yeah. I mean, they they barely beat Auburn earlier in the year. They they won they won on a last minute touchdown against Missouri. I mean, they've had more last game winning drive, one possession wins against seemingly lesser opponents. Where 
Alabama is going to be their biggest test of the year by mm-hmm. by far and large. And coming off of a very, very ecstatic hype win against Auburn in the Iron Bowl, uh, either they're going to come out flat because of that, but I think yeah. they come out. I think they come out real angry because they know if they lose, there is no shot they get in as a two loss team. Correct. If they win, I feel it's safe to say a one loss Alabama team that is the SEC champions are in the are in the uh, college football playoff. Oh, I agree. I, yeah, there's, there's I no think, doubt. I think I think even if you have three undefeated teams and the only spot open is the fourth, I think the SEC champions are going to take it. Yeah, but there's I agree. not. No, but there's no, no way. There's yeah. no way that there's three undefeated teams because Georgia would be one of the teams that loses. So right. I think uh, I like. I like Bama in this game. I'm actually going to go with Bama by a field goal. Uh, Bama's a five and a half point underdog. Johnny, who are you taking? I'm I'm taking Georgia just for the simple fact that until they lose, until this streak Correct. ends, yeah. like I have <laughs> I have a hard time betting against them. I, it's they're at that level where it's like, do you ever feel confident betting against the Chiefs or something like that? You know, like it's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Chiefs are underdog. See, you know, it's crazy. That's so, why I'm gonna bet Bama because, you know, when on God earth is Bama ever an underdog? You know, so for me, it's like, and, and you know, right? They might not be the better team than Georgia, but for it's like the Chiefs. If they, for example, they were the underdogs in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. When the hell is Mahomes ever an underdog? You know, so it's like, yeah. go yeah, for it. I just. And you know, like, like I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama won. Like it's not gonna shock me, but right until until I see that Georgia team take a loss, like yeah, no, I, you're, you're I'm right. gonna I'm gonna bet I'm gonna bet their way. <laughs> Johnny, let me ask you this. Joe Alabama wins. One loss team, college football playoff, beat the number two a number two team in the country in Georgia, back to back defending national champions. Does Milrow get his name on the ballot? Is he, <laughs> is he a finalist? He, is he, is he, does he get his name in the top five just on the ballot? Does he get invited? Is I think now at that point. Now, I don't think he should because, like I said, the Heisman Trophy is not a half season award. And he played like dog water the first couple games <laughs> to the point where, to the point where he got benched. Like, oh, yeah. like, but. Now, if he goes out there and carves up the Georgia defense and throws for 350 yards and five touchdowns, like, okay, you know, like, you you get get a seat at the table (laughs) at that point, but I still don't think he wins it. But I'd be okay. I'd I'd be okay with him, you know, getting on the ballot after that kind of performance. But if he goes out there and has an average or below game and they still win because it's Alabama and they can win any game. Like then no, then no. Yeah. So the last Angel, I'll let you go. The last three times Alabama's been an underdog, and it's all been against Georgia. And of course, it'll be this game, the national championship game, the SEC championship game, and then I think oh four. I think I think they were an underdog when it was the COVID season where Bama beat them in yeah. Tuscaloosa. So right now that season doesn't count. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, yeah. So the Crimson Tide ain't champions. The Dodgers aren't champions. The Lakers aren't champions. You're right. They don't count. None of the no championships count. occurred during COVID. Asterisk, J- Angel, man. Hey, who you got, man? You know what, man? I'm tired of Georgia. 
Uh, oh. I'm more sick of Georgia than I than I am sick of Alabama. So you know what? Oh, I'm gonna go with, just for you, James. I like Georgia. I'm not bad you, James. Georgia. It's for you, James. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Alabama. On, Let's go, man. Let's get this. Get this train roll. And yeah, hey, Travis gonna be at the Big Twelve. I will be at the SEC title game. Now, am I gonna be sitting in a seat? No, I'll probably be working, pushing some handicapped folks to their seats. But I'll still be at the game. You'll be at the game. You can push them real slow. They in no hurry yeah. to go anywhere. You can watch the game. I, yeah, I'll make. I'll even. I'll even take their uh, drink orders, man. Make sure I, they'll be like, "Where were you, James? They wanted drinks." <laughs> just, just don't in your excitement. Don't in your excitement get distracted and push an old lady down the stairs. I know. I know. Right. Bad look for eighty. Yes. At that point. I know. I'm, I'm gonna put eighty on a bad, bad spot for sure. <laughs> All right, hey. So hey, hey, we're, we're about an hour and eight minutes, man. This has been this has been a good little roundtable as always. Hey, I like when we do it like this. Now, hey, we're gonna go into clip that. I hope all y'all are prepared. Who's ready to go first? Johnny, Travis, Angel. I'll go first. Well, I don't I'll know about first. Angel. He froze. No. Oh, Angel. Okay, Angel. All right, hey, Angel. This is your moment. Well, I don't know. You're frozen right now, man. I'm frozen. Oh, yeah. No. Oh. You, hey, right? Is he frozen to y'all? Yeah. He's frozen to me. I can hear him clear as day. I hear him. I, mean, I just. All right, hold on. We'll 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 let you. Hey, so Johnny or Travis, and which one you want to go first? I'll, I'll turn do, it over to you, Johnny. Okay, that's I stay. Ready, All righty, so Johnny. Get ready. Take the floor. Hey, of course now Angel's moving. I can see Angel. <laughs> All right, so there's one thing that I've been dying to talk about, and it is that the NFL needs to ban turf. We like we've talked about it all season. It needs to be all grass fields. We've had yet another Achilles tendon popping like a rubber band this season on a guy that he wasn't even touched. It was clearly the playing surface. How many of these injuries are we going to have to see? How many of our favorite players are going to have to end their season? How many freaking teams are we going to tank their season because Aaron Rodgers, you know, goes out like, Shout out to Tyler. He's been hurt all season because of turf. Like, ban turf. Go to all grass fields. There's no reason to not do it. You can't tell me that these teams that are worth five, six, seven billion dollars can't afford to rip up that turf and put grass and maintain it. There's no excuse for it, and you can clip that. Woo, man. Yeah, we need all grass fields. Hey, I'm not going to lie. Hey, I'm going to be a little biased. The Atlanta Falcons, they have the best turf in the NFL. But that's because I know the script. I know the script well. All righty. Hey, Angel, you are up, man. Now we can see you. You're moving. Let's go. All right, guys. My clip that is what happened this weekend. CM Punk came back as a WWE fan. That's a CM Punk fan. I'm so fucking stoked. I've never been this excited for wrestling since I was maybe uh, 17 or something. So, yeah, CM Punk is back. Fuck AEW for not using him correctly and choosing somebody else that's not CM Punk. This man has 45 million views on his return on Twitter. So, it's wrestling's back, baby. So, y'all tune in. Me and Johnny are going to start a podcast soon about wrestling. So, we will be there. Dropping promos, so watch the fuck out. Clip that. Woo, man! Yeah, I did see that CM Punk thing on the um on the TikTok, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm not that big into wrestling since I think what since Stone Cold and The Rock and John Cena. But after that, man, hey, my brother keeps up with it, man. He said it was exciting seeing him, and even Randy Orton showed up. I heard. 
Hey, he could get. Hey, he could. He could jump on our podcast whenever he, he could jump on the potty. All right, man. Hey, we'll see. All righty, Travis, man. What is the deal? Well, this is something I've been wanting to get off my chest all year. But as a Texas fan, the heartbreak that they've given me, I've I've held off. I'm speaking and speaking a little early now. My clip that is dedicated to one person and one person only, and it's Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark, who at the beginning of the season in Big 12 media days was quoted as reaching out to Joey McGuire, the head football coach at Texas Tech, saying, Coach, I'm going to be in Austin on Thanksgiving for the Texas-Texas Tech game. I'm going to need you to handle business like you did against them in Lubbock last year. How does it taste? We're leaving for a bigger and better conference. As if Texas could not have any more money, we are going to be making more money. And I could not be more excited to play in our final Big 12 championship game and to be in present in, in present there at the game in person to watch you hand Sarkeesian and the Texas Longhorns the Big 12 championship and watch us walk away from your shit conference. Eat a dick, Brett Yormark. Clip that. Hey, yeah, man. I know before when y'all was leaving to the SEC, man, shoot. I know everyone, even Mike got the Oklahoma State coach, too. He's like, we got to find a way not making them win. This is it. I get, I get bad blood. I get leaving a conference, Texas, going to the SEC. There's going to be bad blood on the Big 12 side. But for a Big 12 commissioner to just go ahead and target a team like that before the season, okay. Okay, we've been quiet all year. We've taken our egregiously horrible officiating the entire year and last year in the Big 12 because maybe we deserve it. We're leaving. Punish us. Go ahead. But I've had a chip on my shoulder to Brett Yormark the entire season. I had that Texas Tech, Texas State game on my calendar, circled, starred, asterisks for the entire season, 57-7 to 7 while he was present. And to make matters even funnier, during halftime and at the end of the game, when that Jumbotron was showing scores for all the other games going on in college football, they purposely only put SEC games up. So the Big 12 commissioner did not get to see what was going on in the Big 12 because mm. we're not there no more. Ooh. One more, one game, four quarters. Let's collect the trophy and go on a greener pastures. You know, Travis, I'm not going to lie to you, man. It would be something, you know, if Texas, the last Big 12 champ, and then they went, let's say they win the title. And they just go to the SC. Oh my God. That'd be a sour, sour taste for the Big 12 commissioner for sure. <laughs> All right. Let me finish off. Clip that. Guys, I'm not gonna lie to you. Man, clip that. Hey, I I I know I'm a, I'm I'm a big hater with the NBA. Some of the things they do I hate, but man, ain't no one softer or weaker than Greg Popovich the other day versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, of course, if you don't know, man, Kawhi Leonard plays for the Clippers. Used to play for the Spurs. Man, hey, everyone questioned his integrity and his heart for the game when he had that quote-unquote pull quad injury. Now, of course, I've never pulled a quad, so I wouldn't know. But I'm going to take his word for it. But, of course, he got ran basically right out of San Antonio. Got traded to Toronto. Now he's with the Clippers. But Clippers were in San Antonio the other day, and he's shooting free throws. And you know what happens. We all, as home teams, boo the opposing teams no matter what. Or the players. Now, yes, a little more booze get a little get a little higher on the decimal rate when it comes to that one specific player. But Greg Popovich got the nerve to go go during the middle of that free throw. Hey guys, hey guys, can you quit booing? We're all trying to play a game. 
Greg Popovich, sit your old ass down, man. God dang, man. Yo, you, man, Greg, I can't even believe what you did, Greg. Everyone's booing your team. You don't ever come up and say, quit booing my team. Is it because you freaking like 4-11 and 11 right now, you know, even though you got Victor Wimbiama, you're still losing games? Greg Popovich, man, that was a weak move, man. You know that was soft. You want to back up Kawhi Leonard, which is fine, man. You He might be your friend. But, man, you don't do that to your fans. Basically, you chose Kawhi Leonard over your loyalty fan base. And that's what I don't like. All I know is, Greg Popovich, you one old dude. You one soft mofo in my book, man. And you can clip that, man. <laughs> you can clip that. God dang, man. Dude, that, that was – that was oh, what a perfect clip that. Because that oh. – if, if Popovich does that after the game in a press conference, okay, like that's that's valid. Like, yeah. hey, we shouldn't have booed him. He he got us a championship. All right. right. But oh. to go on the mic during the game, what a weak ass move what that was. Yeah. Did he regret it afterwards? Definitely weak, man. So hey, so hey, wrapping, you know, hey, we got we got about like 14 minutes left, man. It's been a good round table. I like that clip that hey, ending up so Travis, man. Give me any right now baseball, any any baseball news. I know um the twins, what Sony Gray, he signed with the Cardinals. Any baseball yeah. news coming out of the baseball world right now? A lot of just rumors. Uh so I, I'm gonna completely butcher his name. Uh, but the star star pitcher coming out of Japan, oh, yeah. uh, last name Yorinobu, uh, was spotted at a I believe it was a clip, uh, I mean a Lakers game in LA this past week, which is leading a lot of people to speculate, is he looking towards one of the LA teams, primarily the Dodgers, as He's his not sign. The Dodgers. But, but right. the top three teams were have been announced in the race for Shohei Otani, and two of them are bitter rivals of our, our Astros. Uh, the Dodgers and the Rangers are the final two of three for oh, Shohei God. Otani. And um, the la- last who's the, who's the third team? Who's the third team in that? I'd have to go back and look. I completely lost. I've heard, lost yeah. So I'm when the show, hey, I've heard like the, I've heard the Blue Jays are somehow in the mix. That was it. That was it. I'd it love was, that. Uh, I'd love yeah, that. Right. It was it was, <laughs> for, it was Toronto Dodgers and Rangers for the top three. Oh, and wow. I like the move to Toronto. Yeah, I'd love that. But, I like that Toronto team a lot. So oh yeah, that would be that would be great. I enjoy it uh, so. So I lived I lived in Buffalo like two and a half years. So I'm watching their minor league team, the Buffalo Bison, and I'm watching Craig Biggio's son. I'm watching Bo. I'm watching Vlad Jr. And I'm like, holy crap! And they their baseball stadium was right next to our apartment when we lived in downtown Buffalo. Man, it was a great time, man, watching those guys like hit it out the park, man. But yeah, hey, I, I like I like Boba the movie shit, dude. Boba oh shit is one of my favorites. Damn. One of my uh, one of my favorite Blue Jays. I don't think he's with them anymore. But when Kevin Pillar was in center field, just just mm-hmm. hounding balls and Superman swan diving out there, uh, I, I absolutely love the last. But last thing that I've heard on the baseball front, uh, it was it's been speculated, it's been expected. The Padres formally announced that they are opening up offers or hearing offers for Soto. Straight Ooh, offers for wow. Soto. Now I know so I, it's it's become a thing now. It's I know our Astros so. group chat's going to go bazonkers on any offers as possible. <laughs> go for it. 
Uh, but that'd Give be Juan Soto all the money. Bring him to Houston, please. Yeah, man. Hell, even yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other baseball. Hey, finally, hey, finally, the Oakland god awful A's are finally official going to Las Vegas. <laughs> Thank you, Las Vegas, for getting the Athletics out of the Oakland dump. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm, how how long until that move goes into effect? Is that like next season, or is that like it's going to be a few seasons and then they're moving? So I've I know, heard. Go ahead, James. You so I know the stadium's not going to be finished till twenty eight, and I know they're supposed to be still playing in Oakland next year because their lease ends. I want to yeah. say next year in twenty four. That's what I heard. So what I heard is. Um, their baseball stadium is going to take a couple, like two or three years to be mm-hmm. fully built. Uh, they're going to be in Oakland one more year. Following this next coming season, they are going to move to their AAA affiliate stadium, the Las Vegas uh, Las Vegas Aviators, uh, mm-hmm. and play. And that's it. Only holds about 7,500 7, to, t- to ten thousand people, but that's they were selling less in Oakland. Yeah, so, they, um, they have so, so it's you gonna be, It's going to be worthwhile then. Uh, you don't then think the there's following year. So there's no chance that they would like uh, play in the Raiders stadium uh, during that time. They, they will. Ne- the- they will this upcoming baseball year. They will this upcoming baseball year. So like they're the- moving from Oakland to Las Vegas this upcoming baseball season to play in Allegiant. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be I, nice. Hey, playing Allegiant. That'd be I something. I didn't hear that just because they're like you said, like the, the, I've heard everything about the lease. They've got one more year of their lease in Oakland. Uh, but again, if they're if they're willing to pay the Raiders to share that stadium on top of paying for their lease in an empty stadium in Oakland, I don't know. Uh, in my opinion, it's time to, it's time to cut the cord. It's time to rip the bandaid. It's time to get, get out of there. I feel so bad for the city of Oakland. Uh, like there's their sports teams have just they uh, lost it all. Man. It. They lost it all. Uh, and it's nothing to do with the fans and everything to do with ownership. Nope. Personally, I would have rather that owner sell the team and somebody come in and I've been a little bit more fueled to upgrade the stadium or incentivize them to stay in Oakland, kept them there. But I also am excited to see what gaudy uh, baseball stadium the Oakland Athletics would come out with and what new uniforms they're going to new look they're going to come out with for their Vegas relocation. Uh, It's going to be interesting, but happy for that franchise because Lord knows they've been absolute hot dog water for the last decade. Yeah. Well, part of that as well, Travis, man, part of that is the city of Oakland, the mayor. Yep. Um, I, I, I won't dive deep into it, but part of that is her, that the oh, yeah. previous oh, mayor's fault, yeah. if, if that mayor. Now, Johnny, man, hey, man, anything anything going on in the basketball world right now? I mean, I like betting unders and like football games, but this under I've been hearing about lately from the OKC. Now, they are the youngest team in the league, but damn, <laughs> they dating the youngest females in the league. Johnny, dude, what is going I was on actually, in the NBA world? Dude, I was actually going to talk talk about that, and I forgot. Dude, I, we, uh, it, I, the first that I heard of the Josh Giddy incident was actually in our group chat. And I was actually driving back home from Louisiana from Thanksgiving. So I, I was a little late to all that. But then, I, dude, that is insane. Dude, it's straight up. I, I don't know if y'all saw, but I sent a, a screenshot in the group chat that was like somebody, like one of the uh, victims was sent a message uh, via Instagram and just went on how he's grooming all these like, high school aged girls and like it was called giddy's kitties like 
sucks, dude. dude. That dude and and I know Spencer will agree with me on this. We wish nothing good in life for Deshaun Watson, but move over Deshaun Watson. There is a new predator that is taking up that mantle, and his oh. name is Josh Giddy. <laughs> oh, dude, that is so so. I do unreal situation. I remember. Um, I yeah, I don't mean to laugh about it. I don't mean. Oh, no, to, like, no, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm no. not I, it's a terrible thing to, that he's done, um, and I don't want to make light of that. I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm laughing at how absurd it is that somebody would like, that, how do you think you're going to get away with this? Like, yeah. how, how do you think nobody's going to find this out? That's what I'm and, laughing about. I don't mean to make light of the situation. No. It's a terrible thing that he's done. Oh yeah. It's absolutely Posing for videos on social media that she is like very blatantly recording him. And he is like hugging her from behind and she is very clearly posting it to social media. Like, how, how do you think this is going? What to is go? he saying? Yeah. Also, just yeah, from a just it. from a bro Not standpoint, just from a bro standpoint, way to tell the entire world you have absolutely zero game whatsoever. You you are a multi millionaire that plays <laughs> in the NBA, star. and you got to get <laughs> high school girls. Dude, how weak is your game? Oh, she's, not in it, she's not in it for the money. She loves them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, man. I, yeah, it's it's definitely an odd situation. Um, anything else in the NBA, man? How 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 some of the games been going, Johnny? Man. Well, don't make me get on my soapbox about not being able to watch Rockets games because of good old AT and T. But yeah, uh, no, that's really all. I that has taken up my NBA. <laughs> Um, exposure for the week you. i've been to be completely honest i've been i've been all football for the past for the past few weeks so i haven't really been paying too terribly much attention other than watching highlights um but and that's probably not going to change this week with everything going on in college football but yeah. give me a couple weeks i'll be back on my nba grind and i'll have some have some spicy takes as usual. Yeah, for NBA grind for me is Christmas Day. After that, you know. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. It, NBA starts on Christmas Day. Like, yeah, I totally. This agree. is this is still preseason. Angel, Angel, man, I know you, you've been in and out. You've been frozen. I don't know what's going on, man, with the the Wi-Fi over Midland. Here in Midland. But hey, man, anything going on? I know you talked about CM Punk and Randy Orton coming back, man. Anything going on in the soccer world or? the wrestling world right now man yeah i'm glad you brought that up man i'm gonna i'm gonna talk a little soccer shout out to the houston dynamo they won last night and they are in a western conference final so it's been a while since they've been there so you know what it's the, it's the only team right now that might be close to a championship this so let's hope uh they bring it home it's been a while since they, brought, since they won a title but, yeah, yeah yeah hey i'm so not gonna lie man home. i I know I'm not a big Dynamo person or a big soccer person, but hey, it sounds good, man. It sounds great to hear that. I know in Atlanta, I always have to root for the uh, Atlanta United, which we got bounced in the first round by Columbus in Game Three. But hey, I like to say we held our home home field. You know, we won four two Game Two back in November. But <laughs> so. yeah, the, the Dynamo's looking good. They're they're very good defensively. They're definitely a counter attack team. Uh, I'm gonna be shooting a podcast on the on on Dynamo with the uh, H Town Wheelhouse this week, so be tuning in. For there that. we go, man. We're gonna there be talking go. more in depth about the Dynamo, and man, hopefully they get to a final. And if, if they make it to the final, 
Your boy gonna be there. You're going you gonna be, be at the game? Hey, go oh, hey, man. Hey, I might try and make it out for that one too if they make it, man. Yeah, sure, hey, man. man. Yeah, definitely. Hey. It, I find always exciting, man, when it comes to these sporting events. Uh, but I will say, we're getting close to wrapping up, man. I know usually the live roundtable goes about like six hours. Luckily <laughs> for us, man, we kind of understand. Hey, man, we and we like we like knocking this thing out, man. Hey, guess what? We ain't not talking about the Jets. We ain't not talking about Zach Wilson. We wait, wait. not talking about the Cowboys. There's a man. I want to talk about the There's a man. Yeah. There's one no. thing I want to bring about the Jets, James. That touchdown. That touchdown on Thanksgiving. Or was Dude. it Friday? Black Friday. That return on the Hail Mary. The Hail Mary was beautiful. Dude, screw screw that it. game, man. Screw, screw that Hail Mary and Moser, man. Freaking. Scoring to I had the under 46 Ooh. and it hit 47. <laughs> F you, F you, Miami. Hey, man, you didn't read the script, man. I know I, I should have read the script. Hey, the, the script clearly says don't bet the under on the dolphins, so I don't know. Yeah. That's that's on you at that point. I was, I was betting on, I was betting on like the Jets only scoring like three points at least. I know they <laughs> yeah. scored 13, but screw me, screw me, man. Hey, at the end of the day, man. I will always bet an under on a bad offensive team. And, of course, hey, early football news, Frank Wright fired as Carolina head coach, man. First time since 1970 a coach has been fired in back-to-back seasons. Now from the Colts to the, the Panthers, holy crap. Um, man, I, I I miss Frank Wright, man. He was a great OC with Philly back in Super Bowl 52 days. But ever since he's been a head coach, he just hasn't figured it out. Hey, at the end of the day, hey, it's okay, man. You don't always have to be a head coach. Yeah, you can not everybody's it. supposed to be a head coach. Right. It's agree, cool. man. Totally agree. Brian. I was about to say, hey, let's wrap up the show. Johnny, man, anything that you got going on with you, uh, with the AD team, or just in general, what you got your eye on with the sports world? Very exciting time. Uh, so I had a couple things. I'll try to make it quick. Uh, tomorrow I'm actually going to a uh, season ticket member event for the Texans where we're going to meet a lot of the players and all that. Wow. Hopefully I get a chance to ask them a couple questions, which could play into an article that I'll be writing for, for AD. So fingers crossed on that. Um, uh, but also very big news. Angel touched on it a little earlier. We are starting a podcast. We are going to be your athletically declined home for all things combat sports. That's going to cover UFC, boxing. We have a lot of stuff planned for the upcoming Olympics that we're going to cover. But we are also going to have a weekly dedicated show that will cover all things professional wrestling. It's going to be a blast. Woo. We're going to do uh, – We're we've talked about doing uh, live watch-alongs for UFC events – uh, whether that's at Dave and Buster's or online, we haven't quite figured it out yet. Um, but we're going to be cutting mad promos, uh, which is a big deal in professional wrestling, if you don't know. So anybody that comes on our show, be ready to cut a one minute promo. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have fun with it. Um, so yeah, uh, stay tuned for that. That's going to be coming out very soon. We don't have, we don't have an official launch date for that yet, but just, just keep your eyes open. It is coming very soon, and it's going to be a blast. I'm assuming, Angel, you're going to sign off on that as well. So there's really, besides that and coming on the wheelhouse, I think we got everything settled for you, right? I'm going to say, yeah, I'm assuming he heard me. Travis, man, do, hey, any Duke it outs coming any fairly soon? 
got some got some duke it out coming we got one in the works uh heated debate in the group chat we've got to settle we got to settle a debate of better franchise overall between Jets and Texans. Uh, oh, may or may not be featuring oh, Mr. Johnny himself on that on that episode. So okay. tune in for that one. That one is going to get very heated. And then following the chaos that is college football championship weekend and bowl announcements, uh, there are likely going to be some more debates that need to get discussed uh, oh, over yeah. who's in, who's out, who should have been in, who should have been out. And, uh, yeah, more coming to you here very soon on the Duke It Outside. Man, that is great. I'm not going to lie, man. You you know, usually with me, man, you'll see me on Three Man Rush, see me on The West Report, and now you'll see me on Respectfully Biased. So besides those shows and all of that, hey, one quick shout-out, man. Hey, we eclipsed 500 subscribers, man. We are over almost 550 subscribers. Thank you, fans. Thank you for all this love and support. December 11th, we will do the raffle. For the prize, $200 and AirPod Pros. Man, get in on it, man. Hey, subscribe right now. You can still get in on this raffle a little time before that Christmas comes along. But, hey, man, hey, this has been a great hey, this has been a great roundtable. Hey, and as always, guys, hey, screw the Jets, man. Screw the Jets. Fuck the Jets. <laughs> screw the Jets. <laughs> man, <laughs> screw. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, man. Hey, Tyler, I'm sorry about that one. But, hey. This has been James with the Westport. This has been Johnny the Dad. This has been Angels Kick Balls. This has been Duke it out with Travis Duke. All I got to say is... Woo! <laughs> <laughs>